What's up, babe? What's up, babe? I'm good. How's your day? Productive. Yeah. Eh. No. Productive, but <laughs> I need to. I don't know. It, it was productive and slow paced. Productive, not in the way you would have preferred. For sure. Okay. Okay. I love how I can translate for you. Yeah. To yeah. you. Someone needs to. <laughs> Okay, so today is what you a little. On? You oh, what am I sipping on? I have some wine my dear friend Deanna uh, brought for me some time ago, and I don't drink like I used to, so it's been here a while. But um, it's a white, <laughs> a white wine. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sipping on air. You had water last time. I just ate, and I'm full, and I don't want anything else going to my stomach. Yeah, full. until like. An hour from now, you're like, I want some popcorn. Yeah, what time is it? <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Okay, so today's topic is a little more somber. Um, but I think it's something a lot of people, when you get married, that's not what you're thinking about. Marriage is like a high and dating is the high and you're traveling, you're doing stuff, you have kids, but nobody really thinks about death. Uh, death of a spouse or death of a spouse's parent. And then it's like when you get there, it's like, like shit. What do you do? A child. Or a child? Can you imagine? Oh, I mean, knock on everything. We've not gotten there yet. But um, and it's like you can't plan. You don't know who's gonna go first. You don't know if it's a your parent, your spouse, one of your kids. Like it's just, it's just not there. So last year around this time, um. A little earlier in January, uh, we lost your dad, which I remember always saying, um, we're so fortunate to be our age and have both our parents because I still have my parents. And at the time you still had your parents, which is a rare thing for people our age, much less for people who are married to still have both parents living. Yes. Um, so while you fiddle with your mic, trying to show you and I was messing mine up. Oh, um, I think you twist the other part. Anyway, while you figure that out, I'm just going to like brief. So we had a wedding at our house last year on the 1st of January. My cousin got married here at our home and it was just this huge, lavish wedding. And then the following day, your mom calls your dad's back in the hospital. We pick up and go. We try to like clean up the house as much as we could because we just had a wedding here. The tent was still here. We still had chairs and tables. The people were supposed to come pick it up. Um, the kids were here. And so we were just like, okay, you guys hold down the fort. We've never left y'all like this before ever. And we need to go to Corpus. Went to Corpus. Um, your dad passes away. We drive back that night because we don't want the kids one alone at night and two we don't want someone to tell them and they don't have any emotional support um and then everything just kind of tumbled from there and so what do you think you think people know they're gonna die oh definitely i think so people know when it's their time i feel like they know almost to a t like they know specifically the day like this is the day i think they do you think so i think so Probably not in, like, an accident, but, like, an illness, you think they kind of have, like... Like, when you have an 
illness or an ailment is just ongoing, you know that this is so different. Like, or you get tired and you're like, I'm tired of this crap. Or either you don't want to fight and you're tired of seeing other people like uh, cater or come to you and have like a self guilt. I know I would have that. Oh, you have it now in life. Yeah, so I know like if I'm on my way out, I don't want people coming to see, going out their way for me. I don't even like accepting compliments, let alone coming to do things for me. But uh, yeah, I think so. He had already been like in the hospital. Yeah. You know, multiple times in the past. Yeah, year. But uh, I still feel like it was that time where everyone started getting, right before COVID really popped off nationally, I feel like that was it. Just like, I'm sure y'all know people as well that were not diagnosed with COVID, but had complications before it went, you know, hell, international, whatever, hell. For sure. I think, um, I feel like he knew, like when we got there, he like squeezed my hand so tight, like it was a goodbye and that my heart honestly believes he waited for you. He just had to see you. And he was good, and he was like, okay, I can I can move on now. Um, do you want to share on that, or do you want I me to keep thinking, going? Yeah, I was just thinking about it, because like, he was in there for maybe a week or two. He was in there for a few days, went home for a night, and maybe then like went week, back. Because we didn't go down there immediately. Yes, you're right, for a week. For like a couple weeks, maybe two weeks. A week, a week something like that. Yeah. A week, a week and a half, yeah. went home for like a night or two nights, yeah. maybe max. And then went back. I think he went home the Friday. So he was home the Friday night, the Saturday New, night. New Year's. Matter of fact, it's in my phone. Okay. It was the last time he texted me. And then and then he went home, for real. Still in my favorites. Is he? he he's still, out. no, he's still in my thing. Sometimes I, I want to call him. I texted him. him yesterday and on Monday, December the 5th. You texted him yesterday? Yeah. You're so cute. What did you text him? Do you want to say? What you doing, Dad? I love you so much. And on the 5th of December, I said, love you, Pops. Keep us blessed and grateful up there. You never told me this. So, I'm not going to cry. the 30th, text him on September 28th. <laughs> but uh, the last text he sent me was getting ready to go home this evening. That was December 31st at 4.39 p.m. And I remember that. And I text him. He didn't reply, which is odd. I text him back. Like, 20 minutes after that, just saying, okay, are you happy about that? Like, question mark. He never replied, mm. though. But I, that was December 31st. I think he went back in the hospital New Year's Day. Yes. So, like, he went home one... No, he went back on the second, second, the morning of the second, your mom called, and she was like, we're taking your dad back to the hospital. Okay. Well, didn't they come and get him? I believe so. Yeah, they came yeah, to Because he was having problems breathing. breathing. So... My dad's tough as hell, if you know Galen. Galen's a tough country boy. Put his fingers in the fire pit and turn yeah. the meat kind of... Barbecued with his bare hands. Yeah. Flipped the ribs bare hands. Would tease my brother and I because we couldn't do it. You couldn't sure try. can't. Hell no. <laughs> somehow you still try all the time, but you can't do it. No. Can you flip barbecue with your bare hands? No. Like uh, solid meat, though. Yeah. Not like... Yeah, not... Really not not yeah. a wing. Yeah, yeah. Not a wing. Like chicken and the ribs. Like literally yeah. grab the brisket. ribs and flip it. Brisket. And to, cl- to cool them off, you just <laughs> hit your thigh a couple of hands and a couple times and then you go back into it. But um, yeah, he went in and I mean, he came home 
because uh, he had had all his di- he had been diagnosed with a few things, and then um, he was going home, which I felt was odd. That's a whole other uh, episode. Topic. Uh, Corpus Christi Medical. Don't get sick field. in Corpus. My God, just don't. My God, don't. And uh, so then, like it's like that time when my mom called. We knew it, it's it was funny. So different this time, even though she didn't say anything that was different, but. We just picked up like, we you know felt what, it. this time, like it's time. At the same time yeah. that morning, I remember like you hanging up and like, as I'm saying to you, this is different. What we need to go. It? it was like seven in the morning. You're telling me in that same breath, yep. some things we need to go. Like, go. I feel like God prepares us and we're all connected spiritually. I mean, we all come from him, so of course we're connected yeah. and we can feel things sometimes stronger than other times and we both knew something was different that day. Um we both knew that pretty much that that was it. We knew I felt that was it. Yeah, for sure. We had to I didn't expect him to pass, but I knew that it was like something serious. Like, it was time to come and make some changes or decisions. Yeah. Which I thought initially would be for him to come here up here to a better medical center or facility, you know, because of our past transgressions yes. down there. Yeah. I just knew for sure he wasn't coming, going home. And oh, okay. I, didn't, I didn't know when I thought he would go home. I just knew it wasn't. It was grave. And he, it was have, he never should have been able to go home either. No, never no. Really. But that, that's ongoing. We had ongoing. experiences with that before this. Yeah. Because they sent him home one time. He was in the hospital. They sent him home like not able to walk. That was so dumb. Like they sent I was my dad so home. Pissed. He wasn't even able to walk. They sent him home and uh, we had to go get a wheelchair. We had to go buy a wheelchair. And walk. And take him and I mean that is a. Your dad was what, like six four, four and a half. Six, he five. was six five because I would hug him. I would have to yeah. tiptoe <laughs> yeah. to like get to get my chin on his shoulder. Yeah. Um, and I didn't get that height. <laughs> no, Jacob did. My cousin. <laughs> but I would. So he was tall, and he was a solid country boy, strong, and we had boy. to like move that man. Yeah, and it was just in that. I think did we leave that day or the next day? We left the following day. Come up here, yeah, because I was like crying, diagnosis. and I was like, "Dad, I ain't never asked you for nothing else yeah. in my life." Yeah, and they we come up here and wind up admitting them to Memorial Hermann, which is a great yeah. medical facility. And yeah, love, love. I think there. he was hospitalized for like two days. He was in there for a couple days. Remember, I took the week off. I couldn't focus yeah, at work. Walking, I was just like, and then he's walking and back to normal. Yeah. That was crazy. But um, again, these are things you don't prepare for in marriage. And you just, it wasn't just that he passed. Like we, 62. 62. We watched him transition. I feel like for me, that's the closest I've been to God. Because that transition of life just, it was, I don't know. I can't explain. But um, do you feel, and be honest. I'm going to. Um, that I supported you well (laughs) during that time because it's not something you cannot prepare for losing your parent and you cannot prepare for your spouse losing their parent. And like, you don't know what to do. You want to 
take the sadness away. You want to solve everything for them. You just want to like do and do you feel like emotionally like I supported you and like how do you feel about that? No, you could have done better. No, I'm joking. No, you did an excellent job for sure. Um, but I do want to say something that I disagree. I, not disagree. You probably didn't mean it, but you said you can't prepare. I think you can prepare for losing a mother, a dad, a child. You can prepare for it. Okay. You can be prepared because that's hopefully we're sharing this so you can be prepared when these things happen. Okay. Can I correct myself? Yeah, for sure. You you can't prepare to be – you can't prepare this the way you support them. Like, because you don't know how this yeah. person's going to react. So that's what I mean. You cannot prepare to support them. Like, I, I thought you would be punching – I always in my head thought <laughs> you'd be punching holes, breaking shit. Like, you'd be so upset and angry and – what I imagined happening didn't happen. Yeah. Like, you were so accepting, and there, there are things that come with death. Like, you feel guilty, I wish I had, and, like, just so much that, I mean, how do I prepare to support you? I don't yeah, know. I just know how to get things done. Yeah, and that's definitely what you jumped in doing, because, like, the learning aspects, I don't know if you had this in your cue cards, but, like, what to do, because... Here it is, my dad is gone, and, like, what's next? What is in, was a will prepared? Like, what assets are there? Does he have money for a funeral? Was there insurance? Social security? My mom doesn't work, what happens? Like, all those things just have to be lined out, and those are things that we want y'all to be aware of and to knock out before something happens like you need to have a will we don't have a will we need to do that next week we, we say that all the time but we you really need to have need a to. will established for yourself and for your parents your kids etc because it's not as simple as you think that just because your parents are married or have a biological kid is not that simple no it no. is not that simple by any means. We had to go through legal and what was it called? We had Probate. to get, so he didn't have a will. So one, because we were doing a lot on behalf of your mother, who's obviously a grieving widow, um, she had to make you power of attorney. Correct. And then after that, we had to get an attorney because each county is different. You can't even say state. Each county is different. You have to get probate done which means she can now make decisions on behalf of him since he's passed on so um opening not opening but closing bank accounts or selling assets Cell that document vehicles. gives her permission to do that um making sure you get death certificates or you have all your documents in order marriage certificate birth certificate social security card id uh, funeral arrangements. Oh my goodness. It was so much. Making sure you order enough death certificates from the funeral home. Normally they take care of that part when you go make the funeral plans. Right. Um, making sure you order enough because you just never know what you'll need it for and you don't want to have to keep going back to whatever county to ask for a copy that then takes two weeks that 
if there's another round of COVID, who knows when you'll yeah. get it. That was another, like, that was another like wrench was like, we don't live there. Yeah. Oh so my gosh. Like we to take off weeks at a time. Not Driving just down. But like to take care of things. Yeah. The first time we went back, we were there for a week. A week solid, yeah. The kids uh, were out of school for a week. Like, we didn't have a choice. Did the kids go to the bios? No, they were with us. Oh, they went with us. They were with us. Yeah. We came back. To get them. We came back the Sunday night. We packed up the house, dropped the dogs off to boarding, um, did a whole bunch of stuff, and drove back on Monday. Stayed for a week. That alone, Lord. Stayed for a week. Wow. And then, I think a week after that, you went... I don't think I went with you. I think you went and then we went and then sometime after we went to get your mom. Why not go back down there for some legal stuff? Probably. Yeah. Documents and it's it's just so much. What's paperwork? It's just not simple where you think that, okay, this person was married, everything goes to the wife. No. It no. It doesn't work like that. No, you have to like show proof. And then like for us, we have stepkids. Well, your they son. Yes, we're That's the whole point of the podcast. So it's like, okay, these children are not biologically his. His son is not biologically mine, which was something we had to do with your brother. And, like, it's just, there's so many little details that... It's annoying. It it is annoying. It's so much. And... For me, like, it was just like, it, it made me... I didn't know how I would react either, but I think I reacted to his passing like I thought I would. But I was, like, literally just tunnel vision, make sure my mom's okay. Yeah. I think we and both like were. Y'all, yeah, you were, too. Like, make sure mom's okay, everyone's good, our kids are handling it well, and they were able to communicate and talk to us about how they're feeling, what they're feeling. But what I think I was okay with, get out of there. You're not going to cry. What I, what I was good with, what helped me with my dad passing, my dad dying, my dad being gone, RIP, is... I didn't have any regrets with That's amazing. my dad. Like, I didn't feel like I didn't spend enough time with him. I didn't feel like I didn't Maybe because we hung out all the time. <laughs> yeah. So I, I felt like it was a full life, even though I yeah. I did wonder and not wonder. I did question, like, why so early? Like, 62. And you see other people with their parents that are 80s and 90s. And, like, some people are, like, 60 and their mom's still alive. I'm like. Yeah. That was the part where I felt like Jilted. cheated, yeah, or cheated. But I can't say that it's any. That I have any regrets or like, man, I wish I would have. Man, I would. I didn't have that. So I think just knowing that, and then knowing his personality, he's much like me. Like my dad wasn't ever just upset. Dad no. was happy. My dad was definitely the the country dude, funny comedian, music loving. Uh, Barbecuing, barbecuing, <laughs> no nonsense. Don't run up. Don't. don't mess with his kids or grandkids. Guy that you know, he was just that person, and um, forgot what I was going to allude to. But can I say something real quick? So today, uh, Sophia and I were at a, a pop up market today downtown Houston. And I said a word that your dad says all the time. And I was like <sighs> telling Sophia, I'm like, he would make up words all the time. And then I was like, just That's like my husband. So. And I think of all the people who have lost him. I mean, you and your mom included. 
I feel like I'm the most fortunate because you're so much like him. Mm. It's like I still have him all the time, every day. I just, you just have to talk. You just have to wake up and talk, and I'm like, Galen has arrived. Uh, like he's he's like so much in you, but I didn't realize the like the makeup word part. Yeah, I was like, this is wait a minute, <laughs> just like his dad. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> like it just clicked today. Yeah. Like y'all are just so much the same. Y'all see the good shoes? Oh my squirrel. Now I um we uh upped our dress code at the storefront. So, no more joggers and comfortable shoes. Nah. Much. I have to do my hair every day. Can't hey, you hey, hat. hey. Stay on topic. No, I, I was just saying squirrel. Because <laughs> I just took more of the shoes there. I don't want to dress like this. But, okay. So, back to supporting your spouse. Like, in what ways did you think... In what ways did you think you needed support? And in what ways do you think I supported you well? Because I can't do everything perfectly. I can just give you... My all, my hundred percent. But sometimes my hundred percent may not be what you need. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So, in what ways do you think I was helpful emotionally, physically, mentally? Um, for the actual doing part, the actual action you showed. Like, Lord knows, I'm not finna sit here and read. I don't want to sit here and read all these documents we need to sign and get notarized and sent to probate and paralegals and. You just jumped in there. Funeral arrangements, you jumped in there. Like, I've never done these things. Me neither. So, we were together in that. More so you. You did more than I did. I just felt like your mom is grieving. Yeah, yeah. That's the last thing. That's not what my mom, we don't want my mom dealing with that No, no, no. Absolutely not. And then you're grieving. And as much as I will say, like, that was my dad. I would always tell people the only reason we say in-law is so that people don't think I'm married and kissing my brother. But uh, that was my dad. At the same time, that was your dad. So I didn't want you... I wanted you to go through the journey of grief in a healthy manner. Like, go through... Don't skip the steps. Yeah. Because then it comes back. Like, go through... So I, I just felt like, I mean, Proverbs 31 wife. Like, what the fuck else would I do? 31 what? Proverbs 31 Woman, wife, I don't oh, know. That's, it's like, that's new. Proverbs no, I don't even wife. know what the Proverbs thirty one <laughs> verse is, but that's what it's called. Like a good wife. Oh, okay, gotcha. So I just I wanted to be I a good ask wife. You of more of you for that time. I mean, but you're that's not it wasn't a shock to me because you 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 like live like that. Like you're a doer. Like I do my job and I I'm a good parent, but you do above You're and beyond. You're a great parent. Don't ever you, talk about that. I know, that. but you do above and beyond. Like, everything you do, you do. You do more and learn more and want to learn more and do this. You just do it. I'm like, I might complain first and then do it. You just jump in You there. don't like the process. You like results. I, result. I don't mind the process. But, um, so yeah, I think it's, there's just so much. So in addition to what I would advise, um... Make sure there's a will. You have to have a will. Make sure you know, you share as many passwords as you can because um, sometimes you may want to get into some system and it'll send an email to verify or a text to verify on the person's phone. And if you don't have access to it, your SOL. And it gets really frustrating because there are so many little details and so many things to knock out. When a person dies, you don't want to miss stuff. Um, Something else I think is important. 
uh, debt. So like creditors will start coming after the living spouse for owed debt if said debt is in the spouse's, the name of the spouse who's moved on. You don't owe them anything. And I think they will call you and pressure you and send you into a fluster. And if you don't know, I mean, that on top of grief is just depressing. You don't owe them anything. Whatever bills come in the mail on that person's name, put it in the trash. Don't stress yourself out. (laughs) They can't come after you. What are they going to do? Yeah, because it it can get ugly. You know, like if you, you know, owe something on your vehicle or, uh, you know, boat, whatever. And... Say you're the the surviving spouse, and was your name on that? You know, you you may not remember was the was the name was the yeah. name of the vehicle? Was it in your your name and your spouse's name? Oh my goodness! Did someone co-sign for it? Was there a guarantor? There's all those things yeah. come to play, and they don't care that you no. just lost someone. But it's stuff that you just you want to avoid because it's just something to add on top of you grieving. Like it's going to literally add another four weeks of actually it was longer than that. There's still stuff you have to deal with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, stuff comes in the mail now, like medical bills, and it's just like, like what, what the hell, man? Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? Um, And making sure you call your banks and the social security office to let them know uh, your partner has passed away, or your parent, your parent, or your spouse's parent, because. People jump at the opportunity. Like, there are bots or hackers who wait for a death certificate to start doing stuff in that person's name, which is so disgusting to me. So you kind of have to jump ahead of that before it it happens. Um, So that, like, the bureaus and stuff know, like, this person is no longer alive kind of thing. It's just so much. You're doing good. I'll make you cry. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna cry. I'm not in that headspace. Not tonight. <laughs> I think I have. Um, I have a relative who just lost her husband, and my mom and my sister want me to reach out to her to kind of go through this process because she actually has lost a husband before, just not in the U.S. And because I just kind of went through all these things, yeah. I kind of have like a guideline in my head. So I just, I think I go out of emotional mode and into mental oh, mode so and I'm like it, there's there's no time for emotion you 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 have to cry later you just have to walk into the things you need to do and knock them out yeah I think that's one of my um, assets is like doing for others in that time a time of struggle or a time of loss I can like not even that I want to put my emotions to the side it's like okay this is what it is it's here like how can you help out in this instance my mom yeah like i need yeah. to be there for her like a hundred percent i don't have time to be crying in a corner no balled up. no you know what i mean because i felt like we still had each other your yeah. mom is now on this she spent 45 years of her life with this person she's now on her own yeah and so there's a lot to figure out when you train and it's not like it takes time like over months you no, right boom on your own done yeah. Like what the fuck? Yeah. So sure. yeah, that would that was really important. It's abrupt. Here we go. Abrupt. You say abrupt. Don't don't pretend for the people. Someone needs to start making a list of words, and maybe we'll do a giveaway. 
a word because you've said a word every episode that is it's either not how you pronounce it or not the definition proverbs 31 wife or <laughs> like thank you lord for the food we're about to conceive <laughs> like every so start a list of his words and maybe when we get to episode 10 i'll do like an almost august giveaway and whoever can spot the words win because thank you lord for the food we're about to conceive and try to convince me Actually, that it was I, correct you google all the synonyms conceive can be used in that context no, no babe what i'm not going to look it up by absolute rubbish all right what else you have um that's pretty much it it's a short episode today oh yeah i just wanted to what like else? we talk about, talk about someone for loss like um what else um it doesn't go away no you know what i do have guilt now sometimes really um only because like i may go maybe a day maybe without thinking of him? Of him. That, I'm like, dang, how could I not think of my dad this today or in this moment? Like, I'm driving his truck. Yeah, you know? but it's but almost, I, I feel like he didn't live here with us. He lived in Corpus. So there were periods of time where didn't you didn't see each other or you didn't speak for Long a day or time. two yeah, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. We, I mean, we hung out a lot. I didn't know, like, hanging out with in-laws could be so much <laughs> fun and... We had the best times. I would just say that. Like, lean on the good times. Yes, for and sure. And make them, make them, create them now yeah. while you can. Yeah. You know, that little feeling you have for, it doesn't have to be a parent or a loved one, but it could be your friend or a childhood associate, even though you don't have to hang with them. But that feeling you have or that slight urge when you think about it that time where you're like, hey, man, I should text this person. Do it. And then you get distracted and do something else. Text that person. Call them. Note if not self. for you, if not for you, for them. Like, yeah. There's a reason that that's that you're getting that feeling. For sure. Believe me, it's for it's sure. needed. It may not be life or death, but it's needed. When you get that feeling, like man, I haven't checked on this person. I haven't heard from this person, and yada yada yada. But do it. It's a text message. You feel um, good about it. You're, what do you think it. is the reason why? So. I feel like, okay, your loved one dies, right? Someone close enough, loved one, whatever. Your loved one dies, there's a funeral, and in those moments, like near the person's death, um, like right after funeral time or whatever, you reflect on life a lot. And then it kind of wears on you and you start to reprioritize people, things that you thought were important that really aren't important anymore. You go through this whole, I need to change my life because death. And then a few months after that, that kind of just goes. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you think? Human nature. You think we just forget that feeling because feelings aren't. I don't feel like you forget the feeling. I feel like you go back to your comfort. Life. You go back to. Not being committed to what you said you were going to do. Um, you need to watch that sermon. I started it. Um, PMJ was commitment today. Ah, I didn't watch but it he today. was like, you get comfortable in your past, but you don't, so you can't progress because you just stay with what you used to do, what you're comfortable doing. So you're never going to move forward. 
when you're trying to progress in life or do something better. You stick to the com- you're sticking to the comfortable thing that you've always done or continue to do mm. because you don't break apart from it. So you can't climb. You're just falling back in the so way. So you think it's done. just like a, a a moment. Yeah, it's a, it's a moment and then you just go back to life the it's, way it was. Yeah, it's like a commitment. Like if you commit to anything, you commit to a job, you commit to working out, you commit to fasting. You, after a couple of days, then you're back. Or a yeah, week. it's it's like that with more than just loss. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just feel like I mean I know for myself, like I mean your dad's the most recent. I haven't I have lost family members before, but like your dad was the second most significant loss in my life. So it's like. I was six or seven, and then, yeah, I lost people, but they were not as important as my godmother and your dad to me. So going through that again, I feel like it's, you know, I want to change things, and I see life differently because death has happened, and that's like, whoa. What was hard, too, was seeing other people like just break down. Yes. That was hard as yeah. hell for me. Like seeing that, I had to like look away. Me seeing you broken, that was hard for me. You and Elijah. I'm not gonna cry. Of course Elijah. I'm not gonna cry. 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 We're fighting um because Elijah is not he's not like a crier too much. No. And then when he cries, there's like no noise. It's just the weight of the emotion tears. just tears, but you and Elijah really kicked my butt, yeah. kicked my butt. And then seeing like all the people who just love, I mean, how can, he was literally the greatest man I knew in my life. Just how can you not love him? Sure. Just such a great dude. But, uh, but yeah, all this to say, we just wanted to pop in, make sure we gave y'all an episode this week. And um, remind you, married couples especially, um, make sure you have your paperwork together. Make sure you communicate with your spouse about even how you want to be buried and what do you want. Like for us, we don't want a funeral. We don't want a memorial. It's direct cremation. Hey, let me text you. She she's out. (laughs) She's gone to the Lord. Put a little forty quick on my ashes. Call it a day because. I honestly, one, I'm not a people person when I'm emotional. I don't want to talk to anyone, um, much less losing my best friend. And I just, all that fanfare and expense, I could do something else with that money. Like, I could give it to someone in need, buy somebody's groceries. Mm. I'm not buying you no fancy. I want people traveling on my behalf. No. I want you spending hotel money on my behalf. I don't, and I know it's selfish, but guess what? It's my dang life. So it's not I don't, selfish. I'm not having like a funeral and a service, and you know, someone outside of her wants to do that. That's on them. I told my my so, family. <laughs> I've said that to do. my family. Like, if y'all want to have something, y'all go ahead and have that. Jason's not doing that. I don't think the kids want that either. They were like, I don't want to see you like that. I don't want to re- be remembered like that either. Like, either. like, thank God my dad didn't look, you know, different Mm-mm. when he passed. Because I don't like the funerals like that. The only I don't thing, like funerals at all. Let me tell anyway. you, this is so silly. But, and he'll probably like pull the covers <laughs> on me tonight. <laughs> He's going to get me. But, um, 
that lip gloss they put oh, on his I lips. Ooh, <laughs> I wish, I wish I could know how he felt about that damn lip gloss. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's putting that on me, man. Because I don't oh, no. think he liked it. Daddy didn't like that. First person. I don't think he liked that lip gloss. <laughs> the manicure was nice. That was nice. Because he, I mean, he had working man hands. So, but it, like, he looked relaxed. Yeah, yeah. He looked at peace with the world, but that lip gloss, that lip gloss. <laughs> I've never seen anyone. Have you ever seen, you've, you've seen someone die before your eyes, haven't you? Um, no. This was my first time. Yeah, we were in the room, like, literally saw him pass. Yeah. That was my first time. I mean, I've seen dead people. Yeah. yeah. But not that, that's why I say I feel like that's the closest I've been to God, because, like, his, he transitioned, like, in front of us, and then it's... He didn't say much to me, either, he was just, like, looking at me. He was trying to talk, but he couldn't breathe, and, like, he was hot, but his body was doing all his things in the... That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy how life is. But get your stuff in order. Get a will. Ask your loved one, your partner, what they would like. Like, sure, yeah. get it done. Get it get done. It done. Like, you we need to get it done. We say that. You have cousins. You have aunties and aunts. Get oh, it done, and then what I realized today, if you have children, like our daughter will be 20 next month. She needs to have a will because she has bank accounts in her name and she, well, I don't, yes, the vehicle is in her name, like stuff like that. And it's not to say we don't know what to do as her parents, but it's going to these offices to sell something or move money. It just, it helps you along that journey of Getting things done during grief. Basically, if it's not written down or notarized or, like, you have a witness, it's free access for any relative, yeah, even non-bio person to, non-biological child to come after those assets. For sure. For There's sure. no legal ties just from being married to someone. Nope. Not at all. So, uh, thank you all for joining us tonight. I know it wasn't, like, the best topic, the most cherry topic, but we wanted to just, you know, share some information, share some stuff that we've learned. I think that's the whole point of the podcast, just to share what we've been learning through marriage and relationship and being blended and having kids. And that's not the highlight of our life, but it is something that happens that you have to be prepared for. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Good job, Black Ron, baby. I didn't cry. Almost. Almost. Talking about you and Eli. Eli? I was thinking about other people at the funeral. God, talking about Eli and just remembering. Should we do comedy at the funeral? Should we do comedy at the funeral? If it's a West Indian a Dominican? If it's a Dominican funeral, throw me in the hole, take me oh, to God. all that. Yeah. Yeah. Grabbing the dirt to get in the hole and yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. 
I don't know what it's like over here, but I've seen that. Anyway, we're out. Thank you guys for joining us. Like this vid video. I can never talk at the end. Like this video. Uh, follow us on YouTube, Instagram. Uh, we have episodes on Amazon Music. Oh, Patreon. We're on Patreon now. And it's $3 a month to get the juicy episodes, which we decided today that we were going to call uh, a little blended after dark. We're still brainstorming. Anyway, it's but the, the episodes on, on Patreon are way more spicy. Yeah, yeah it's like the, the parts of marriage that, I mean, they're juicy, and some people don't know how to talk about and don't want to talk about. and It's I mean, so much fun. Like, even it's fun. Doing this one. You know, it's more informative and... Yeah, that's but like, the word. It was hard to even come back from the last time we recorded. Yeah. I was like, how are we supposed to top that <laughs> and come and talk about regular things after we just had that fun episode? But yeah, they're really, really fun. Patreon, a little blended. Um, we're also on TikTok. Oh, yeah, we're on TikTok. And more coming soon. We'll be yeah. releasing episodes, regular podcasts on every Wednesday, pretty much. And then Patreon... To be determined. Yeah. Weekly. We just haven't figured out what date. We're still pretty new, but I really appreciate you guys taking this journey with us. Uh, there's so many podcasts out there, and I'm really grateful that you choose to listen to us in these moments. And uh, as we grow, and, you know, soon enough we'll be able to get you cars when you subscribe. <laughs> you know, you never know. You Oprah. never know. Look at Oprah. Okay, we're out for real this time. See y'all next time. Holla. Peace.